Hello, everybody. So glad that you all could join me today for yet another episode here on our podcast. And today I just want to I want to cruise on in here and talk to you all about Joe Biden and his race to put together a policy around student loan forgiveness. Now, it has come out yesterday that Joe Biden was going to be pumping up education and this student loan uh, debt relief. And as of today, he has formally gotten behind the mic and gotten in public and said that this is what he wants to do to bring about student loan forgiveness. Now, you are listening to a woman who is trained in uh, certified in conflict resolution and peace studies by the state of Ohio under the direction of Cuyahoga Community College located in Cleveland, Ohio. I have a degree in political science. I am currently uh, on my way to getting my second degree, which is in organizational leadership under the uh, major of urban affairs. Now listen to me. I have been going to college for some time and I do think that college in and of itself is a tool, like I said, a tool to enhance your life and your livelihood. The more you know and more knowledge you can apply to certain situations and circumstances, the better off your life should be. Everybody walks a walk in life is different. What they face is different. However, I do believe that education should be had by all. Okay. Now going back to president Biden, I said in an episode last year that last year when he was, once he had already taken the oath of office, he had made comments, I think last summer, last spring that he was not interested in student loan forgiveness. He had been someone in his own political career as a senator, um, someone who was staunchly against student loan forgiveness, so much so that he co-authored the bill that put into law the fact that you cannot file student um, student uh, loans as a part of your bankruptcy. And I said that by him not going ahead and um, doing so, was hurting his base because the democratic party's platform is built upon who women and most importantly women of color and by him turning his back on the subject last year that was going to harm him and his poll numbers now he's coming back and he is now listening to someone in his camp saying no you have to do this because on most other things you've missed the mark Now, the question is going to be, where does this lead to in the grander scheme of debt? Because somebody is not not going to be happy that he wants to do this. You're looking at $1.7 trillion that's on paper and is documented as the total number for the debt that is had by students. So what are we going to do? How do you absorb this and how do you offset this um, in other areas? 
Um, one thing that he could be doing is incentivizing um, small business owners and big business as well. Incentivize those who are going to school, who are trying to to um, bring something to society. You want us to go to these privately held colleges and whatnot, but what are you going to do in the meantime to to allow that to occur? You can't have people working two and three jobs and whatnot and low level jobs at that to make ends meet and then think you're going to be a prosperous nation it just doesn't work like that i think that joe biden would be it would behoove him and his administration to incentivize going to school even more if you can give ukrainians uh more than a hundred billion dollars in six months you damn sure can write policy to alleviate student loan forgiveness. Uh, I think, however, depending on how long it's going to take to implement, it's going to be too little too late, to be honest with you, because this is something that he should have done at the top of this year. He should have did it in January of 2022. He should have made it by executive order that this was going to happen and it was going to happen quickly and drastically. My biggest thing is if, if he cannot pull this off, the other scenario that I gave on this podcast was just to reverse the policy that is law that you cannot add student loans to a bankruptcy. That should have been reversed first. So now the the little gifts and trinkets that he's coming out with now, which he is saying that if you make less than $125,000 single that and you went to school with Pell Grants, you can be expecting up to $20,000 forgiven. Um, if you are married it would be $250,000 or less and if you didn't go to school with Pell Grants you would only qualify for about $10,000 my thing is you should do step one he helped make student loans a problem in this country the first thing that he should do is he should reword that policy or that law and he should make it so that it would be implemented this coming January, this coming spring semester. This is where you add, hey, I want to do X, Y, Z. Because should he uh, propose this, it's not going to stick in Congress if it is flipped. So what he could have done is, and this could have been a bipartisan measure. My thing is to satisfy Republicans and Democrats. Democrats say that we should go to school for free. Republicans say, well, who's going to pay for it? My thing is we know what the Republicans are giving. You know it's all about the dollar with the Republican Party. How much are we spending because you still want to be fiscally responsible, even though the term fiscally responsible in the United States government and culture is a misnomer. You know that we do not balance our book that well. However, 
I would have went to uh, Mitch McConnell, Ke- uh, Kevin McCarthy, who represents the GOP, and I would have said, look, if I'm going to offset $1.7 trillion, because that's the number. That's the number that has to be had. Don't give it to some. Give it to all. Don't make it no hoops and jumps and all of that. If you're in school and you've qualified for those grants, everybody should get a piece of that loan forgiveness. Uh, I would have went to Mitch McConnell and Mitch McConnell and um, Kevin McCarthy, and I would have said I'm going to give an incentive to. Uh, mid-sized companies and multinational corporations who sponsor um, or give tuition reimbursements to um, their workers. I would have made it so that my ask and request that it be bipartisan to show favor, to show that I'm willing to work across the aisle, I would have set it up in a way that Republicans knew that yes, we're offsetting this debt, this this one point trillion, one point seven trillion dollars, but also come in and say this is how we're going to pay for it because we're Republicans. Republicans want to see receipts when they ask you or talk about policy. Republicans are known to want like they're looking at the tax incentive. What are the tax? implications of you doing x y and z that's how i would have came to him when you start talking about employment opportunities and things like that you want to show that you're taking care of these companies who do employ americans and how they can be involved to help offset the debt and like i said more companies or it should be it should be readily um, available and simple for a company to uh, have incentives for allowing their their workers to receive some type of educational help and or incentive the longer they're in school. If you get an associate's, if you get a certificate, if you get a bachelor's, if you get a master's, if you get a PhD or a doctorate, and you should be incentivized uh, on a tiered level. Um... Now, like I said, I am hopeful because I am a college grad and I'm still in school and I do believe in education, but we got to be realistic. How long is this going to take to implement said parameters of what he stated today on the $20,000 threshold? How long is it going to take to be implemented into law? How quickly are schools going to jump on board to do this? And what do you say to Sally Mae? Fed, uh, Great Lakes, um, uh, what's the one? Federal something, my loan servicer personally. Like, what do you say to the loan servicers of these um, who, who work hand in hand with these um, collegiate institutions? What do you say to them? So I hope that for his sake, that his policy is airtight, that it is fair. And I hope that a majority of people, the right people are going to benefit. And what do I mean? And I gotta be, I gotta be as blunt with you as possible. 
minorities and people who come from poverty, those should be the first people to make sure that they're qualifying for this. This this one right here, because it affects so many people, but the majority of people who are impoverished in this country happens to be people of color. So it is very indicative and important that Joe Biden is making sure that his policy is airtight. It has the money necessary to implement and that it is going to be implemented in such a way that even when November comes and goes, that it would be fair enough that the Republicans will hold on to it. If he has some half-assed, far-left, or non-inclusive language that is not inclusive of the Republican Party and some of their beliefs, it is not going to stand. I'm hopeful. I'm rooting for it because I've been beating up on Joe Biden on this podcast since, uh, well, since forever. Um, But I'm hoping because this is something that affects me. I qualify in those stipulations that I just said. I am a person of color and I do come from poverty. And yes, I have been helped out by Pell Grants. <laughs> yes, your girl is in $35,000 worth of debt and counting. So, uh, yeah, I want to see him pass this because, God damn it, I am trying to co- contribute to society. And I'm doing so right at Cleveland State. So, um, I want to see it pass. I just want to see it be fair. And I want to see all $1.7 trillion of this debt be relieved. If you're signing bills that are $500 billion, $800 billion, you passed a uh, package, he passed the bill last year um, where Congress spent like $4 trillion. So if we working with trillions and, and hundreds of billions of dollars, this ain't nothing. It's nothing at all. If we could just send a hundred billion dollars in counting to the Ukraine, and these are numbers that I'm using from from, uh, publicly verifiable sources since the war began over there at the beginning of the year. If you can do a hundred billion dollars in counting for a war that's going nowhere, you damn sure can drop some money to see to it that you got more people uh, in America that are choosing to come to college and is choosing to participate to achieve the American dream. Absolutely. If this fails, it will be because it was not bipartisan and it was too little too late. He has less than 80 days to figure out how he's going to motivate the democratic base to go out here and win because all of these primaries, when you're looking at the amount of votes that are being cast, they are being beat two to one to their Republican challengers. That's not good. So he, he needs to be very sure that the policy that he is talking about that is going to cover 
next year next year's fiscal cycle because the brand new fiscal year for America is October 1st. He needs to be very sure that it is bipartisan and it is going to be fair and has the money necessary to back it. Because I would hate for him to lose Congress in November and then the very first thing that gets taken away is this bill because you know how republicans are they are penny pinchers in some instances but if this was the national defense budget you know goddamn well um they would give a trillion dollars overnight they'll find a way to scrap together money if it pertains to matters of national security and to me education is security It is a means of exchange. It is a means for us to grow and prosper. So if you got money for Ukraine, you got money for uh, the national defense budget, which was $850 billion or $750 billion. um, It's nothing to look through Uncle Sam's uh, wallet and come through for us college students. So. Joe Biden, on this instance, you're lucky because I always pick on you. I always pick on your low poll numbers. Uh, and, and these be poll numbers that I'm getting from independent sources. So if independents and even your own party, 74% of your own party said that they don't trust you and don't want you to run for 2024. So if I'm finding, you know, independent reports to come up with my analysis, my political expertise, um, I'm rooting for you in this instance. So come on, get the job done uh, with what little energy you got left. Because I know that these people done pissed you off. You tired. You done fell off your bicycle. You done fell down, fell up the stairs. So, you know, come on, Joe. You got, you use that last bit of energy to do good on all the wrong that you've done for 50 plus years. Um, this would be a bright spot on your resume. Um being president and it'll be a bright spot on your overall career that yes even though you've made some mistakes as many people have even though you've made mistakes even though a lot of people don't like you a lot of times you've done things haphazardly um even sometimes have been accused of being a republican yourself um despite all of that turning around and doing the 180 on your life and your career and then turning around and having a, a a somewhat decent legacy as it pertains to education in this country. You would be um, admired and respected from people like me who are independent um, and younger generations that, yeah, you made a mistake by saying that we can't uh, attach our debt to bankruptcy forgiveness, but you came around when it was crunch time to deliver for um, students all across the country. So I'm rooting for you, Joe. Um, This is one one area that I am actually interested in following because it involves me. I'm a college student. I'm a degree earner. And I'm going to keep on earning. So I'm rooting for you, Joe. And with that, I wanted to make this quick, sweet, and to the point. I will be talking to y'all in a couple of days. I got my um, schedule. 
So I'm actually taking policy, urban policy <laughs> this semester. So when we talking about, we gonna talk about his policy. Um, I'm learning it, I'm doing it, I'm, I'm ingratiating myself into it. And that's how I'm able to come here and talk to you all. Um, as his policy on student loan forgiveness comes to fruition, I'm gonna take you through the policy cycle and what it means to have a policy, what's in it, its impact, the numbers to actually support it. Um, as far as like how much he says he wants to um, utilize, we're gonna walk through policy, uh, a policy cycle together. So like I've said, I'm excited because now he, he making me do my job as a political analyst and someone who's taking um, a look into urban policy and what it means. Um, I'll be back in a couple of days. I got, uh, some news on, uh, Hunter. Cause you can't talk about Joe without talking about Hunter. So, uh, I seen a trailer for my son, Hunter. Lord, they done made a whole documentary and movie on Hunter Biden's laptop. Y'all I'm not even fooling you. That's a, that you can look it up. Uh, it's supposed to come out next month. So I want to talk to y'all about that and, and being fair, what it means to both parties. We're going to talk about that. Um, and there was something else that I saw that I wanted to share with y'all as well, but I can't think of it right now because your girl has to do some studying. So I'm rooting for you, Joe, and I'll talk to you soon so that together we can think it through.